0: I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to what God is going to do through me and in me as a result of me attending this conference. If that is your testimony, and you know without a shadow of a doubt that you registered for a life-changing, transformative event, can we just thank God for the gifting of Bishop T.D. Jakes, that he would create this environment for us to come together and to recognize the strength that is still in our punch. I'm so honored to be of him and and to be a part of his lineage. Daddy, thank you so much for, for trusting me. And my father, for those of you who have had an opportunity to just connect with him, and to glean from him you know that he would not put me up to this unless he saw something in me and so i'm just praying that god continues to reveal what he sees in me so that his will can be manifest daddy i just thank you so much for who you are in the kingdom for who you are as my spiritual covering and for who you have been in my life over and over and over again I know who God is because of how you stood tall in my life and I don't take that for granted. I'm very thankful for you. And my mother who's watching on the live stream, can we acknowledge her? Like she's sitting over there with a big hat on, with her lips pressed together. Mom, I love you. And the priest of my home and my heart, Pastor Tere Roberts, I love you, baby. I love you, I love you. I would call people out, but since most of the people in the room raised me, we'd be here all day, and I believe that God has a word for us, and so I wanna jump right into the word. I'm gonna be speaking from 2 Kings 2. I'm gonna start with verse five. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And my topic, for those of you who like to take notes, is break. The flow, break the flow. And verse 5 begins it says, Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know, keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Somebody say, break the flow. flow. Now Elijah took the mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. Somebody say, break the flow. flow. Struck the water. I think that somebody's going to break the flow when they get back home. I think somebody's gonna break the flow that's been keeping them from realizing the ministry that God placed down on the inside of them. I think somebody's gonna break the flow of bitterness that's been running through their marriage. I believe that somebody is gonna break the flow that the enemy thought you could never cross over, but somebody's about to take the mantle and roll it up and strike the water. Somebody said, I came to break the flow. I didn't come to look cute. I didn't come to get my praise on, I came To break the flow. I came to break the flow. What's on the other side of the flow? Glory. What's on the other side of the flow? Glory. What's on the other side of the flow? Glory. What's on the other side of the flow? Glory. I came to get some glory. I came for my life to be changed. I came for God to do that thing that He does when a heart is surrendered to Him. I came to break the flow. And so spirit of the living God, fall fresh in this place. You knew this moment would happen when I was a little girl running through this church. You knew who would be registered. You knew how I would limp to this stage. You knew every plot and plan of the enemy, and yet you still orchestrated for this moment to happen. God, you are so awesome. There is no one like you. You cause all things to work together for our good. God, I'm a living witness. I'm a testimony of your ability to take a mess and turn it into a message. God, you broke the flow of the enemy. God, you broke the flow of insecurity. You broke the flow of depression so that all that would remain is your Anointing, so that your anointing could flow. The enemy had to break up some things. God, I gotta I humble myself under your mighty hand, unworthy as I am, but yet you still use me. And so, God, I ask that this moment is exactly what you wrote in heaven that lives would be changed that generations would be restored and curses would be broken and blessings released, but more importantly, that your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory, your glory, we can't do it without your glory, your glory in our marriages, your glory in our households, your glory, your glory over our businesses, your glory over our dream, God let it flow. And let nothing ever stop that from flowing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, Amen. you all may be seated if you so desire. I'm going to be honest and say that when I was studying, I thought that when I got up on stage that I should pray that the rapture should come. You guys are a room full of pastors. I would never have to speak this message and we could just go on. And maybe it would be written in heaven that I caused the rapture to come, but evidently God had another plan. So here we go, child, here we go. There is this phenomenon that takes place in the earth. It's called confluence. And confluence is when two rivers meet and become one river. Two rivers join together and become a single channel and in the process of them merging, they become a stronger current than they were when they were flowing individually. It is not lost on me that in many ways this is a moment of spiritual confluence. That there are rivers flowing through the doors each time one of you comes in. And that we did not come in here so that we could continue to flow in the same way we have been flowing. That we came into this room because we believe that if we were able to have confluence, if we were able to take our flow and merge it with another flow, that we would be a stronger flow when we got back home. I'm talking about why we registered to come to this event. Confluence is is more important than influence. It has been said in business that before you can properly influence anything that first you must have confluence. You've got to go with the flow, confluence with flow. And the reality is that so many of us want influence first without confluence. We don't want to understand the culture that we've been called to change. We just want to get in there and lay out our rules and lay out our plans, and then we wonder why we are frustrated when our plans are not working. But did you study the atmosphere that you've been called to change? Confluence. Marriage is not one person influencing, it's confluence. It's two people coming together with an idea that makes the other idea stronger as a result of being paired together. Confluence is necessary in your organizations. If you do not have confluence in your organizations, then they are going to be influenced by the pre-existing culture. But if you have confluence, then you can take two good ideas and turn them into great ideas because we are sharpened when we are together. There's something about confluence that we must recognize if we're going to stabilize the call. We can create the idea, we can start the church, but if we are going to be effective in our businesses, if we're going to be effective in our communities, if we are going to be effective in our marriages, this cannot be a dictatorship, this must be confluence. I have to know what you think, I have to know what you see, I have to understand your perspective, I need confluence because I recognize that I am stronger when I flow with you than when I'm flowing by myself. We are a movement by ourselves, but we're a force when we're together. I wonder how different the church would be, how many people would stay instead of leaving if we knew how to be confluence instead of trying to build our own ideas of what a Christian is supposed to look like and then shun those who don't don't recognize that we were never called to have a uniform. We were called to be effective. Jesus. I want to set the stage properly because in our text, we're going to see confluence. We're going to see a spiritual confluence. Jesus. This moment right here, this moment of me standing here in spite of what I've gone through, in spite of the own flow that I was going in that didn't look like ministry at all, but all of a sudden there was this moment where my flow collided with God's flow, that collided with my father's flow, when all of a sudden confluence took place. I think that's a word for somebody who's been wondering if the seeds they placed in their child and the seeds they placed in their community are ever going to come to fruition. If I didn't say anything at all but stood here and looked you down in your face I want you to know that it is a testimony that that thing that you placed in that child is still in them I don't care how they're flowing right now they cannot deny that you put a flow in the earth for them that before they got in trouble you were praying before they got stuck that you were worshiping I know the flow that I created before my child got lost and I'm just sitting down waiting for that flow to merge with what God told me Confluence, I'm not worried when my child is flowing in a way I don't understand because I know that I got a stronger flow that's out in the atmosphere I got a chain-breaking flow that's out in the atmosphere. I got a demon-shaking, hell-trembling flow that's out in the atmosphere and I needed to see Sarah Jace Roberts She didn't have to say a word. She just reminded me that separate flows merge and become a stronger single channel So when we find Elijah and Elisha They represent a confluence They were two separate entities But Elijah threw his mantle on Elisha and it became a single channel. And so they became one single channel, but they're about to have another, another merging. Because Elijah is about to transition into glory. And because he's about to transition into glory, that means that the Elijah Elisha channel is about to have a merging that's going to create a confluence that's going to go throughout all of the earth. It's called a double portion anointing. I promise you, I studied. I'm going to lay it out the way God gave it to me. Just be patient with me as I see this thing the way he gave it to me. In order for us to merge into one single flow, we have to recognize that the first thing that happens to us, the thing that we often hate the most, is the end of the original flow. In order for us to become a stronger flow, a single channel in tune with what God has called us to do, we have to be willing to to have the end of the previous flow, the end of the previous current, the end of the previous rhythm. We gotta be willing to let go of some things to become stronger and nobody tells you that when you start off dreaming and you start off planning. And it's not until you find yourself in moments like Elijah and Elisha that we recognize, I saw this so much differently, that the end of the flow is just as challenging as creating the flow in the first place. The end of the end of a flow, as Elijah is preparing to to be taken up in a whirlwind, he knows that he's going to be called home this day, he's going to be called home. And so he is dealing with the process of his life changing. And I realize that he is rejecting, you guys are Bible scholars, you know the text better than I do. I realize that when he is pushing Elisha away, that he's having to deal with the fact that Elisha is not gonna be connected to him the way that he once was, that their flow is ending. And I wonder how many pastors and how many leaders are in this room who are having to deal with the end of the flow as they once knew it. I thought as a PK, that that maybe we were being rejected, that maybe we didn't understand fully where we fit. And now I realize that my dad couldn't fully tell us where we fit because he was trying to figure out where he fit the flow that he knew was ending and he was becoming a stronger flow. And sometimes when you're becoming a stronger flow, you don't know where people fit. (laughs) Yeah, not even, not even your wife, not even your, best friend, not even your children. I answered the call. I know that this is what God has called me to do. I just didn't know that it was going to cost so much for the flow to end. Elisha has been with Elijah. He served him. He took care of him. He was there when he called fire down from heaven. He saw him perform miracles. He saw him prophesy. He saw him stand in front of kings. And yet, this is a different flow that he's about to see Elijah in. This is a different flow. And it is not lost on me that in this room, as we stretch ourselves and prepare to lay hold of what God has called us to really create an impact that some of us are going to have to have people be in our lives even if we don't know exactly where they fit in. We're going to have to be honest and vulnerable enough to let them come even when we don't know where we're going. woman evolve is supported by first Republic Bank you've worked hard and now it's paying off that's why it's time to start working with a financial partner who will always have your back with first Republic Bank you get a personal banker who's ready to sit down listen and provide the answers you need no matter how complex your questions are whether you're interested in residential lending or curious about other banking products you can reach out to your personal banker by phone or email or visit in person it's all All part of First Republic's commitment to delivering extraordinary service every time. To learn more about their extraordinary service, visit FirstRepublic.com. That's FirstRepublic.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Husbands, wives, businessmen. I'm trying to flow in another realm. I'm trying to flow with more strength. I'm trying to flow with more focus. I'm trying to make an impact in my life. I'm trying to make an impact. I want people to know that I was here and the only thing about that is that I just don't know where you fit anymore. Elijah rejects Elisha over and over again. He says, "Stay in Gilgag for the Lord is sending me on to Bethel." And he says, "No, I'm going to go wherever you go." And then they get to Bethel. And he says, "Stay in Bethel, for I'm going on to Jericho." He says it over and over again. And I realized that loyalty is not manipulation. Loyalty is a character trait because Elisha decided when I was going to serve you that I was going to serve you, whether you were flowing in a direction I understood or flowing in a way that I didn't fit. I'm going to be with you, whether you like it or not because that's who I am and that's what I'm called to do in your life so even when you don't know where I fit that's okay because I know where I fit I'm supposed to be there praying for you I'm supposed to be there covering for you you've been wondering and waiting for somebody to tell you where you fit God said if you're really called I won't have to tell you where you fit you'll just be there anyway if you're really called I'll never have to tell you that I need you you'll see that I need you before I open my mouth where am I are real people in this room, not the people looking for a come up, not the people looking to be seen, the people who are saying, I'm called to you. Honey, our life is changing, our ministry is growing, I don't know where I fit, but what I do know is I'm called to you. Honey, our business is booming. It's taking off. I don't know where I fit, but what I do know is I'm called to you. I used to be the secretary. Now it doesn't make any sense for me to be that. But guess what? I'm still called to you. I am your wife. I am your husband. And when God called you, he called all of us. I will not forget the moment when I felt the glory fall on this marriage. And I will live until I see the glory fall again. to my PKs. They weren't rejecting us. They just didn't know that the flow was gonna change their rhythm. I'm trying to heal something in this room. I know what me being here represents. I know why God had me do it in this season. I know that somebody needed a sign that they weren't gonna lose their child. I I knew that somebody needed help because they had been lost in translation and they've been trying to help their families understand that I'm not really changing. I'm not really trying to be shady. I'm not trying to reject you. I just don't know who I am in this flow. I just don't know who I am in this season. And so I'm asking those of you who recognize that the way you used to flow was coming to an end, I'm asking you to let us be there anyway. I'm asking you to not push us away. Even if you don't know what we can do, even if you don't know where we fit, I'm asking that you just allow us to be along on the journey. And I'm asking those of you who want the attention and the acknowledgement for being called to recognize that it's not about that anyway. That what it's really about is making sure that when they look over beside themselves, that they see somebody who could be with them, whether they've reached that next level of flow or not. That it's important that they look over and see someone who's not judging the pace in which they're flowing because they recognize just how much strength it took for them to flow in the first place. It is the end of the flow. You will know when you are coming to the end of a flow when you experience what Elijah is experiencing. He's got Elisha pulling on him and he's got heaven pulling him up. got one thing pulling him this way and he's got another thing people want to be pulled up but they don't want to be pulled on so I had to tell you that if you're not being pulled on then don't worry about being pulled up because you're not doing enough on this level for us to even pull you up I'm being pulled on and I'm being pulled up at the same time that's how i know it's time for me to go to the next level because i feel like i can't do enough to get to the next level so god has to pull me up to give me more width and more depth so that i can lay hold and have resources to take care of what's pulling on me you're supposed to be being pulled on that's a part of it i hope that's validation and confirmation for somebody that you are supposed to be being pulled on and pulled up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause if God is gonna reach down and pull you up, I need to know that there's enough weight on you that when I pull you up to the next level, you're gonna be able to stay there. All these lightweight, can I call them lightweights? All these lightweight saints, want to put out one book, and then want to be pulled up. I want you to pull out one book, put out one book that nobody buys. I want you to open up a church and wonder if anybody's coming. I want to pull you up when you have so much weight on you that you wonder if you should have even started in the first place. You want to talk about effort to impact. Pull on me, God, so you can pull me up. Because if you pull on me, I know you're going to pull something out of me. And when you pull that thing out of me, I know it's going to show you that I can be pulled up again. I got to say it till I see it. Because you're letting people pull on you, make you forget that I'm only pulling on you to pull out of you. And once I see what I put in you, then I can elevate you to the next level. Let's focus on you for a moment. Take a deep breath. Let it out. How's your heart? How are things going in your world? If your answer was anything less than amazing, that's okay. And it's normal. Our partners at Calm have the tools you need to feel your best. Calm is the number one mental wellness app and over 100 million people, including myself, trust that using it is going to help us relieve stress and anxiety. You can try it now by going to calm.com evolve, improve your focus with specially selected music, ease into rest and recharge with calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. Calm also offers new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Evolve. Whether I'm getting my day started, needing a moment to recenter, or winding down at the end of my day, using a meditation on the Calm app is very convenient for me. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Go to calm.com slash evolve for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash evolve. Put on and pulled up, pulled on first, pulled up next. (laughs) I wish I had some crazy people who didn't mind praying, God pull on me, God stretch me, God show me what's down on the inside of me how is he going to do it? He's going to pull on you. How is he going to show you how to forgive? He's going to break your heart. God, pull on me. God, pull on me. I want more anointing. Oh, so you want more pain? No, God, I want more anointing. No, God, you want more pain because if you ask God for more anointing, he's going to cause more to be pulled on you. If you are crying over this, how in the world am I going to manifest that thing that I placed down on the inside of you? You don't want to be pulled on and that's why You can't get pulled up. I'm sorry, that wasn't nice. Yeah. (laughs) Elijah got so focused on what he had to do that it didn't even matter to him anymore that he was being pulled on. Yeah, he he didn't have time to complain and to go back and forth with Elisha. He just recognized that I'm going to be pulled on in the process of being pulled up. So when you can stop complaining about the natural, organic responsibilities that come with being a husband, a business owner, a wife, when you stop complaining about what it costs in the late hours and I hardly got any sleep and I haven't had a vacation and nobody acknowledged me, when you can stop doing that long enough to recognize that I'm supposed to be pulled on. I don't even have time to fight those low-level conversations that's not a part of me being pulled up. Are you coming or are you not? I'm going on to Gilga. I got somewhere to be. I got to go to Jericho. Don't have time. To argue with you. Child. So it dawns on me that Elijah had to allow Elisha to come with him and to serve him even when he didn't know exactly how to be served. And so he allowed him to follow him as he went, as he flowed to this journey to glory. And I love this because they're going back and forth and, and the sons of the prophet know that he's going to be taken away and yet they're still flowing and yet Elisha is still serving. He's serving even though sometimes serving is just being there. Sometimes serving is just being present. I just wanted to show up for you. I just wanted to be there with you when you transition. I just wanted you to know that you weren't there by yourself. And so Elijah serves Elijah even though they're headed into this transition. And listen, this is my, I got just a few short minutes left and this is all I want you to remember. So Elijah is headed towards the Jordan. God give me strength. And as he's heading to the Jordan, there are 50 men of the sons of prophet who are there and they're standing there looking at him as he journeys to the Jordan. And as he is focused on passing through the Jordan, he has to do it with an audience. He has to do it with people watching and wondering and criticizing and talking and wondering and criticizing because I've been called to to cross the Jordan but if I'm honest, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I got to do it with an audience. And I have to do it with people watching but I know that I've been called and so what I do is I walk towards the Jordan even though I don't know how I'm going to cross it. And I walk towards change even though I don't know how I'm going to get the loan. And I walk into counseling even though I don't know if the marriage is going to be safe. I'm walking towards the Jordan because I'm trusting that if God called me to the Jordan, that he's going to create a way for me to cross it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't even know why he would do it for someone like me. But I do know is that he told me I must go towards the Jordan. Somebody say break the flow. Mm -hmm. you got to break the flow you got to break the flow how am I going to cross the Jordan I'm going to have to break the flow. How is Elijah going to get past? I'm going to have to break the flow. How am I going to change this marriage? I'm going to have to break the flow. It's been flowing in one direction for too long, but I messed around and received a word at the pastors and leadership conference that let me know I'm going to have to break the flow. I'm tired of talking about the book. It's time for me to write it. I got to break the flow of talking about it, and now it's time to be about it. I'm here to break the flow. I feel the presence of God messing up the current that has been messing up your purpose. I feel the presence of God breaking the flow in this atmosphere. Y'all forgot I was a church girl. Don't let the cute clothes fool you. I know how to break some flows in the spirit realm. I know how to go to war with the enemy. I wish somebody in this room remembered the current that they're from. I can't came to break the flow of the enemy. I came to break the flow of depression in my household. How am I gonna do it? I'm anointed to do it, baby. When he called me into this world, he gave me the power to break the flow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, break the flow baby, break the flow baby, until demons tremble, until hell gets nervous. Don't do that. They can't handle that organ. And I got one more point left. We might lose the whole room. That's what y'all want to do? That's what y'all want to do? Elijah took his mantle. It was right in front of their eyes. The thing that he would use to break the flow was right in front of the 50 men's eyes. It had been with him the whole entire time. You thought I was using it as a cover-up. This mantle baby is a weapon. And if I get angry enough, and I get backed up in a corner, I will take this mantle off. I will roll it up, and I will strike the Jordan standing in my way. I don't have a mantle to be popular. I don't have a mantle to be cute. I've got a mantle to break the flow, baby. Break the flow in your atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mantle's not about a mega church. My mantle is not about a million dollar contract. My mantle is about breaking the flow. My mantle is about changing culture. My mantle is about saving that child. My mantle is about saving my marriage. Break the flow in this place. Break the flow. Break the flow. Break the flow. Break the flow. Break the flow, break the flow, get your fight back, break the flow. Take that mantle and do something with it, effort to impact, baby. That's not gonna break the flow. That's cute. And that'll get people excited. But if you would dare start worshiping and receiving an impartation from heaven, like when you go back, you know exactly which Jordan you need to cross. And you didn't know how you were going to do it. But you're going back with your mantle rolled up. I'm going back with my strength. I'm going back with my courage. I'm going back with wisdom. I'm going back more anointed than I was. How could you become more anointed? Because I was a single river that messed around and got with a stronger river. And the anointing that is on Bishop Jake's life fell down onto my life. After living in California for almost a decade, my family and I are in need of winter jackets now that we live in Dallas. I've been lurking online to find the perfect one to give my daughter. I believe I hit the jackpot because style is so important to her, but practicality is what matters the most to me. Lululemon's Wonder Puff jacket takes care of it all. It's easy on the eyes, water repellent, and windproof, and it's insulated to perfection. I love that she She's not going to complain about it being too bulky and it will provide the warmth that I know she's going to need as the temperatures in Dallas begin to drop. Don't sleep on Lululemon and the variety of items that they offer. This holiday season set joy in motion with the best gifts at lululemon.com. Put cheer into gear by shopping the best gifts at lululemon.com. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah performed a lot of miracles. Most of them involved prophesying and calling fire down from heaven. He helped the widow to continue eating at a time that she thought she'd lost it all. She resurrected a boy's life. But this miracle in parting the Jordan River is unique because this, this miracle involved his hands and his mantle. I hear God saying it's time for you to get your hands dirty. That if you're gonna break the flow, you're gonna to have to be willing to not just have that mantle on you, but to use that mantle to break something off of your community, off of your family, off of your businesses, off of your children, off of your marriages. He took the mantle and he rolled it up and he struck, he struck something. He struck something. My daddy has given his whole life to ministry. But he was breaking the flow. He was breaking the flow. He was breaking the flow. He was breaking the flow, and he was trying to show you how to break the flow too, so that when you grabbed the mantle, and you rolled it up, you could strike at something. Don't let my daddy put this conference on, and for you to go back and let that Jordan River keep flowing in your life, when you know the promised land is on the other side of it. The promised land, as Joshua, the promised land was on the other side of the Jordan being part of when my Savior stepped into the Jordan to be Baptized, Heaven parted open. And God said, this is my son in whom I am well, please. He broke the flow until the heavens open, And that's all I want you to know in this room is that you can break the flow until heaven opens up over your ministry, until heaven opens up over your life. I came to break the flow. God, here is my anointing. And here are my hands. God, show me how to make an effort to impact because I need heaven. Open over my life Break the flow Break the flow you're anointed to do it You were anointed when you registered, but now you have the tools necessary to stop that thing from flowing and blocking your path. I hear God saying the only thing that is stopping you is the fact that you have not struck the water. You have not given it your best shot. But Satan, I rebuke you. You have no power over this house. You have no power over this ministry. I wish somebody would start going to war with the devil like you're not afraid of his plots and you're not afraid of his plans. I wish somebody believed that they were so anointed that they could pull all, a prison sale off of their child, that they could break addiction off of their child, that they could break divorce off of their marriage. I'm trying to strike something with this thing. I'm not trying to look cute. I'm not trying to be popular. I'm trying to strike something every time My mouth and use my hands. I'm trying to break. I'm trying to break it. What are you doing? Why are you so focused? What happened to you at that conference? I'm trying to break the flow. I don't have time to gossip anymore. I don't have time to walk around like I don't know who I am anymore. I'm trying to break the flow. I gotta break the flow so my children can walk over. I gotta break the flow so my ministry can cross over. I gotta break the flow so my children can be saved. I gotta break the flow for my community. If I don't do it, who will? I've been called to break the flow, I've been called to change our life, I've been called, I've been called, I've been called. I'm gonna break it, I'm gonna break it. I'm not going to quit till I break it. I'm not going to give up till I break it. I'm going to keep striking at it till the waters part. I'm going to keep going for it till things change. I'm going to keep trying. God, if you call me to the Jordan, I'm going to throw everything I got at. Because I know the next level of glory is beyond the flow I know the answer to this prayer that's currently in my heart is on the other side of this flow and I gotta go from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory or else I'm just existing so God give me the grace and the weight God, give me the grace and the weight to break the flow, to change my marriage, to have cutting edge ministry that still knows who Jesus is, to help my child, to demonstrate for them what it means to break the flow. I need to have integrity. God, give me grace to break the flow. God, I need to have character. Give me the grace to break the flow. I gotta break the flow, God. I gotta do something that's never been done before and I can only do it if I break the flow. God, help me to recognize that you've already given me the tools and you've already given me the anointing. You were just waiting for me to strike something. So point me in the direction of my Jordan. And I promise you, I promise you, just as sure as my name is Sarah Jakes Roberts, Just as sure as my name is John Smith, just as sure as my name is T.D. Jakes, just as sure as my name is Tore Roberts that if you point me in the direction of the flow I'm gonna break it with everything I have and everyone behind me is walking through on dry ground Because I'm not just in it on myself I represent a generation that needs somebody to go before them and show them how to win at this thing called life Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, I'm going to break the flood.